Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new conversation uh, with me and Diana. Uh, now, a uh, little uh, side note, we've never met. I've never met Diana before. We've connected online, um, but Diana, uh, she wears many hats. And today, the topic of conversation <laughs> is laughing out loud. Because uh, one of the hats that she wears, she is a comedian with a show coming up. More on that later. But first of all, Diana, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me on. I'm looking forward to talking and laughing and snorting. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so by way of context, Diana, um, so I've just moved to Melbourne. Uh, I've been in Adelaide for over 15 years now. And then as of yes. last last Wednesday, we got in at roughly midnight. Uh, you know, I think it was nearly 1, 1 a.m. We got we, we got here, and so I'm very much new to Melbourne. Welcome to Melbourne. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, yeah, because we've been in Adelaide for a while. We've been to Melbourne many, many times, um, but yeah, this is our first time living here and working here. So we're looking forward to uh, many adventures moving forwards. Oh, great. Well, I hope yeah. I get to. Well, I'll meet you soon at LinkedIn Local. We've got a LinkedIn Local coming up, so we'll meet up. Sounds good. Sounds really good. Um, <laughs> Right. So by way of introduction, Diana, because when we were setting this up, I asked you for your title or titles. <laughs> and then uh, as I was doing a bit of research on LinkedIn, on your socials, uh, you wear many, many hats, as I mentioned. But um, some of them which kind of stuck out was that you're an, an actress, you're an MC, and you're, you've also got a big hat as a comedian. More on the mm -hmm. comedian part afterwards and the comedy part afterwards. But maybe in your own words, uh, what do you do, Diana? Um, so I'm an actor and comedian um, and I've been a full-time creative for the last four years. Right. Um, so that means I rely all my, my paid work on just being creative, yes. which was something that was very scary to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I work in all fields, emceeing, writer, producer, directing. Yeah. Um, I'm producing a six-week comedy show yeah. uh, in two weeks' time. I <laughs> I play ukulele, I sing karaoke, I have a show on LinkedIn called Just Doing Karaoke where I interview people from all around the world. Great. So um, lots of hats, but yeah. um, it keeps my life interesting. Sure, sure. Uh, now, as I was going through your LinkedIn, I saw that you've got a comedy show called Fee and Me TV, which, mm -hmm. is, which you co-create, which is um, the first Vietnamese-Australian comedy series. Um, so tell us yes. more about that. First of all, so it's it's unbelievable that my mum's been in Australia for um, forty five years, and yeah. uh, in twenty nineteen we released the first ever Vietnamese Australian family comedy series, yeah. celebrating our boat journey and our, our struggles. Um, so it originally started as a comedy festival show sure. in twenty eleven, yeah. and we performed it all around the world: Edinburgh, yeah. LA. All, all around Australia, I yeah. uh, got four and a half stars in Health Sun, wow. and then I decided instead of performing to 100 people yeah. a night, let's just <laughs> click a button and look at us. We're doing it. We're clicking a button and talking to each other. That's, that's right. So that's where the web series came about, and it took five years to make. Uh, we got crowdfunding money from all around the world, people donating money, and then Screen Australia, which is a Australian government body gave us to finish it off and we yeah. finally released yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's really, really fantastic. And people can find it on YouTube or somewhere online or? Yes. So it's www.feeandme.tv, which is yeah. the website and you can watch all the five episodes 
And basically, it's about a mother's love for her child and yeah. what she will do for yeah. the success of her child. So right. it's a comedy. Great. Sounds good. It, <laughs> what is your background? Yeah, so I'm originally from Brunei. Okay. Brunei is a small country near Malaysia, near Singapore. Yes. Uh, that's where I grew up. But then come high school, come uni time, I moved to uh, overseas. And then I've been in, been in Adelaide since 2000. So... Quite a while oh, now. Wow. <laughs> Quite a you while haven't seen my show in Adelaide? No, I have not. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think how we first got connected was I was scrolling through Twitter one day, and I, I believe it was the Australian Asian Leadership Program, I think run by oh, Asian yes. or by, by uh, the Australian Foundation. And I was just following that hashtag, AusAsia yeah. Leadership, and you were one of the active ones uh, through the yes. hashtag. And that's how I think... I first um, found out about you, and then we got connected there, and I've been just following your work through socials ever since. Um, yeah, so that's how this Hashtags happened. Hashtags work. That's right, that's right. Hashtags, Hashtags work. I'm a, big, I'm a firm <laughs> believer of social media and, and of the good and the, of the great connections through social media as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so one, of the, one of the other things that you're involved in, Diana, is hashtag dancing Diana. Now, yes. if you're, folks, if you're watching, if you're listening, if you never checked out the hashtag before, <laughs> I encourage you, I challenge you to check out hashtag Dancing Diana, which has over a million views uh, or a million um, traction points. Uh, so tell us more about Dancing Diana. Diana. Yeah, so if you look at LinkedIn, it's, it's had over a million views of Amazing. me just dancing everywhere. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's it's just by accident. I was trying to lose weight, yeah, and I couldn't afford to go and pay for classes, so I started to film myself dancing, <laughs> and then I put it on Instagram and Facebook, yeah. but none of my friends gave a crap about yeah. it. Yeah. So I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna upload into LinkedIn, and then that's what happened. Two years yeah. later, I'm still dancing, and I'm yeah. still dancing, Diana. Um, yeah. But the greatest joy is that I went to the states in July, and I yeah. danced with over 500 content creators wow. from LinkedIn. Wow. And that was beautiful because, um, as you know, dancing in a nightclub is already daunting, but it's dark <laughs> and you know the people there. But imagine yeah. you're dancing with the light on, you don't know anyone around you, but yeah. people dance with you. I think that's yeah. just magical. Yeah, yeah. And so the idea there, the, 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 the thread there, is it just to a way of expression, a way of just um, uh, challenging and reminding each other and ourselves just to be brave and to be confident. Is that the, the, the ethos there or? Yeah, I, I, for me it was like first I thought, yeah, just lose weight. Yeah. And then when I saw people message me and go, you uh, make me laugh and yeah. bring me joy in the beginning yeah. of the day, I'm like, oh, okay. But then I realized <laughs> this is the third phase of it is that um, I'm taking space in a mm. platform that tells you not to take space. Mm. Um, if you look at people, how they present and how they talk and how they like it's all formulated, like um, I'm breaking space in yeah. there and that's yeah. what makes people watch. So if you want to get traction on LinkedIn, start dancing. <laughs> that's my tip. That's my tip. It works all it. the time. Love it, love it. <laughs> oh, I, I, do you have any like, um, pop-up type things or like a dance dance off coming up soon that you're gonna, you want to plug or nothing in the pipeline yet or uh well i'm doing a ted talk uh next month right um and it, it will be about taking out space and using your body oh. and trusting your body um but we've got linkedin local melbourne here so i hope i'll get to meet you Ooh. um we're linkedin local 
creators come and talk for two hours and hang out and have a drink. Sounds good. Um, but I'm all, I'm always performing, so just sure. just hang out on Instagram. Sure. <laughs> great, great. Uh, and I mean, I'm I'm living in Brunswick, and this is my yeah. first time living in Brunswick, and so just walking around. Um, you know, everyone says that Melbourne is different and unique and vibrant. It's got a different, you know, um, energy to it. And now that I've been here for a week, um, mm-hmm. I found that to be so true in terms of the culture, the, just the general character. It is quite different. Um, not quite. It is very different from the, the vibe in Adelaide. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to connecting more, uh, more people in, in, in Melbourne. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why I go to Fringe in Adelaide is yeah. actually for four weeks of the arts. But imagine yeah. that every day here in, in yeah. Melbourne. So <laughs> that's the difference. Um, yeah. And it's more variety and more texture, I feel like, in Melbourne mm. um, compared to other states in Australia. Mm. But mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's great. Great that you're yeah. here. Mm. And so comedy, acting, public speaking, emceeing, um, when did you get started or how did you get started in public speaking? Was it something you just fell into by chance, by design? Um, someone forced you into it? How did that happen? Um, I would say I was never forced into it because, you know, <laughs> as an Asian culture, you're told yeah. to be quiet and sit sure. in the corner yeah. and behave. Yeah, so you forced, um, you forced I, yourself into it? <laughs> I found that I was good. I like making people happy. And so... Uh, I remember in grade six, there was yeah. show and tell. Yeah. And you know when you go up and stand up. And yeah. for my show and tell, I would read out a list of names in the classroom and give them a funny line. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. something to make everyone laugh and feel great. Yeah. So I realized that was me starting to do sure. public speaking yeah. uh, with my peers. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think it really nailed it down when I, I um, like friends always hired me to MC their weddings or um, do events like so. I MC government, not for profit, corporate yeah. events. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason is because um, I like people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want people to <laughs> really? leave a space. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's it's interesting, isn't it, to laugh about it? Mm, because mm. I went, yeah, of course, people like people. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes no. people don't like people, no, yeah. and there are people who are that's in right. positions. That's right. Who don't like people. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Like, who knew you had to get along with people? <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I love ma- making people leave feeling shifted or something's yeah. moved in them. And that's where my performing arts degree, sure. so I'm a theatre trained. Yeah. That's why I've got into my MC, my theatre, yeah. um, my comedy, sorry. Yeah. Because I want people to leave with some kind of emotion. Yeah. 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 So my stand up is a bit different from the normal stand-up where it's just jokes after jokes. Like I'm yeah. creating a show yeah. where people will go, oh, that show. Yeah. Um, and that's the hard work of yeah. it. But, yeah, I, I love people a lot yeah. and I love um, entertaining people and hanging out with people and dancing with people. Yeah. And so that's just natural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, um, uh, one of the stories my dad tells my son is how when I was – I must have been 12 or 13, and there, there used to be like a sports club where once in a quarter, once in a blue moon, there'd be like a, a, a teenage party, you know, um, but under, yeah. under supervision, right? So a bunch of 12, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds, um, just having a bit of a blast, um, dimmed lights, music going, and every year they have like a dancing competition. <laughs> so my dad would, uh, the story my dad tells my, my son is how, oh, you know, uh, you know, did you know your dad used to be a great dancer? And so my, my son's like, 
really? <laughs> so yeah, long story short, um, I won a few competitions in my day, but that was like a long oh, time. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do a dance off with you one day. <laughs> Good dancing, yeah, I can say uh, it, I can say it. Yeah. <laughs> right, so um, how did you, or do you have any tips to get over nerves or stage fright, or do you still get nervous? Um, what do you tell people um, when they ask you about that space? I, I still get nervous and I think it's part of the fun. I, it's yeah. adrenaline. I love yeah. the adrenaline of getting on stage and being with people yeah. and telling off people. And, yeah. and when you think about it, emceeing stand-up is all about control. Sure. It's a massive ego trip when you can make 500 people or 2,000 people yeah. or five people listen yeah. to you. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> my tip would be, um, so there's, there's, um, there's, exercises that you can do to mm. give you confidence yeah. it, it it's, a, it's a, like people just think confidence as in like an action but yeah. it's also um emotional and brain as well like yeah. you've got to get in and shift yourself so yeah. a tip that i would do and i know this is gonna sound so ridiculous is um start filming yourself talking yeah yeah yeah, um, because that's already because you're already self-conscious doing that. Yeah, yeah. We, we do that in the middle of the street yeah. where people walk past you. Yeah. Hold a camera and start talking to it. Like if we and you and I had an interview on the street, sure. Like how we would our our self-conscious would shift another level, mm. but we would but we would go stick it, stick it, stick through it. So yeah. that's my tip, and and I have to say, doing LinkedIn video really helps my confidence. Mm. Um, two and a half years ago. Mm. Um, I, because I'm theatre trained, which means I perform on stage, yeah. so nothing's recorded. Sure. Um, yeah. But on TV and film, you're meant to, um, you know, film yeah. and watch yourself over and over and over, yeah. which yeah. I hate. Because yeah. we're so good at cheating ourselves. So sure. that would be my tip. Get a camera yeah. out, start talking to your camera. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah, or talk to yourself in the mirror. Yeah. You'll, you'll feel very liberated. <laughs> And, and I found as well how, because um, by, by my work background, if you like, so I, I do quite a bit of speaking as well through workshops, through keynotes, uh, done a whole bunch of different things. But that's a story for a different time. But just like you, I've never done a stand-up uh, live comedy show, but there are a lot of um, parallels, right? Because the idea of control, this idea of being prepared, of just being in that mindset where um this is not about me but this is about serving others and adding mm. value bringing value to others um and and one of the things i've been just pondering and thinking about lately is this idea of of readiness and because all of us have this thing about oh i want to wait till i'm ready to be uh for that for that show or to stand up and speak or to apply for that new job or whatever it may be i want to be ready and i've been thinking how actually that's one of the misconceptions about you know moving forwards right that we're never really ready enough about um, to be X, Y, or Z, be to be a, a great uh, friend, a better partner, a better parent. I uh, just some things you just gotta you know pull that trigger and take that step of faith. Yep. Mm. Well, but also on top of that, you have to be funny. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, the worst thing is to go on <laughs> I mean, stage for comedy show. Never done comedy. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> and that's the, that's a massive fear of mine. I can mm. talk for an hour. I can talk for five hours. Yeah. But if you're asking me to be funny and be smart funny, yeah. and when I say smart funny, one, you can be funny, but are you funny where you are progressive in your jokes, sure. where it's not back in the 90s? Yeah, um, sure. It's not stereotypical. It's not about yeah. race. 
Goats yeah. Yeah. Um, actually leave people intellectually smarter. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my biggest fear yeah. is my show that I'm doing in March will it fulfill that criteria? <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Yeah, uh, which, I guess, which, which, which is a nice segue because you've got a show coming up, Chasing Keanu Reeves. Uh, you're part of the yes. Melbourne Comedy, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Um, so Chasing <laughs> Keanu Reeves, like, uh, is there a bit of a, a blurb or a synopsis you want to just throw out there, Diana? Just, um, um, but before that, what's your favorite Keanu Reeves movie? Oh, my favorite Keanu Reeves movie. Oh God, it's <laughs> a good one. That's a good question. Yeah. I think I like I I got into Keanu Reeves' world when he did Speed and The Matrix. Yeah. Um. And I did enjoy him in Always Be My Maybe. I thought his character was so extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed um, Constantine. Do you remember that one, Constantine? Yeah, I heard about it. Yes. I think he he played like a like a, a priest or in a, some kind of like a ghost hunter of some sort. Yeah, but look, um, yeah. So chasing Keanu Reeves. What's the uh, what's the genesis of that idea? Um, chasing Keanu Reeves is about chasing about life and um, what is the chase? Yeah. So. <laughs> when I when I first thought of Keanu Reeves, I thought, well, number one, he's kind of re rejuvenated his career. Mm. Um, he's come back out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like the big thing in the last two three years. Mm. And I was so attracted to him. There's this beautiful image of him when you're writing Keanu Reeves sad. Yeah. There's this image of him sitting on a bench sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really drawn to that because sure. you know, mega stars, Hollywood stars, that went to have this or untouchable about him, but yeah. there was something so human about him. Yeah. So that's how it came about. It's about chasing about love, life, men, yeah. eggs. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much if you you're, you you've been chasing anything, you're chasing. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> so Keanu won't be making an appearance or will he be making an appearance? Well, the funny <laughs> thing is that the film in The Matrix um, and I thought they were going to film it in Sydney, but I think uh -huh. they film in LA. So I was hoping that he was going to fly down from Russia. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you're going to be there to find out, folks. You're going to rock up and find out. You might be, you know, yeah, might, we'll make a bit of a, might make a bit of a cameo appearance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's um, coming up, that's coming in March, yeah? Yeah, March 26th. Um, taking to Sydney as well. So I've been invited to a comedy festival in Sydney. And then, yeah. We're, we're 26, uh, 22 shows in Melbourne, which is crazy. But I'm also doing another show called Deadly and Diverse, which yeah. is celebrating Indigenous comedians and diverse comedians because I okay. feel like, um, and I talked about it in my show uh, mm. uh, when I did Deadly and Diverse, which was that it was kind of so interesting that people were so into climbing Uluru. Yeah. Um. Uh, and like kind of like conquer it yeah. and I, I was kind of like uh, really shocked by people's intentions with that idea yeah. that it is sacred land and then I then I thought well what can I do to honor our the indigenous people our yeah. first nations people and it was like well let's do it let's do a show where we have indigenous comedians telling the jokes from mm. the land yeah, and so that's um, so that's gonna be at the comedy festival as well. So I'm so I'm technically doing twenty six shows. Mm. Yeah, mm. and that's within a span of wow. a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it's over four weeks. It's over four weeks. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and the and the thing people might not realize if they've never done a keynote or a comedy act or or a slot is that there's a lot of preparation that goes into like a five minute set or fifteen minutes. I mean, I'm not sure how long your set is, but like like sets of like even five, ten, fifteen, a lot of prep goes into those uh those those slots. Yes. So yes, a, a normal set would be five to eight minutes. Yeah. A headliner would get about fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, but my show that I'm doing is fifty minutes. So, um, yeah. So that's like that's like I was saying. You can be funny, but it's like, how do you be funny in yeah. in over fifty minutes? Yeah. That's yeah. That's who you're working your brain, and that means I have to work my brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do you do things like measure laughs per minute and all these, uh, you know, data-driven type things to capture and yeah, to well, yeah, basically, yeah, basically, if you you need people, so comedian, there's all different types of comedians and different mm. rhythms. Yeah. Um, like I'm a big fan of Ali Wong, Robin Williams, and Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams was just energy. Like he was a physical theater performer. Yeah. He was yeah. energy, so you you were bound to laugh every yeah. second he said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dave Chappelle, he kind of draws people in. Yeah, draws and he lures them in, and then sure. he pops. And yeah. Ali Wong, I just love her because she's stamping all over yeah. um, culture and just saying, "Look, I'm here." Um, yeah, so everyone's got their kind of rhythm. So mm. uh, for me, it would my, I'm more of a draw in and then yeah. pop. So yeah. They'd be a bit like Dave Chappelle, okay. but uh, but I'm also as a for me I'm, as a big task for me. I want to get the punchlines out as well. So sure. yeah, it's the only way to get people to sit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and again, uh, listeners, look, um, if you get time, just read up and find out more about comedy and the science and the art behind comedy because it's it's such a it's something we take for granted, you know, uh, laughter, comedy, things that uh, make us better people. Um, but how would you complete that that, that line, uh, Diana? Laughter is dot dot dot. What, what would you say to that? I would say laughter is fresh air. Mm. Um, because when you laugh, you're breathing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like like when you do it, like so. Um, um, Hannah Gatsby, who did the show Nanette, which yeah. is on Netflix, and she's yeah. Australian. Yeah. She, I watched her show and I cried in Nanette because it was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, she said the job of a comedian is to throw out, um, to is to give you a narrative and a story, mm. and it's meant to catch you. Mm. Yeah. And mm. when she releases the punchline, it yeah. lets you release. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's air for me, and mm. um, even in sadness and in darkness, and especially yeah. with the bushfires that we saw, yeah. uh, a lot of people curated comedy lineups to fundraise for yeah. the bushfires because it was so easy that yeah. you can just stand up, mm. tell a joke for five minutes, and have massive impact yeah. uh, on people's happiness and and grief. Mm. I felt there was been a lot of grief with the bushfires, and, yeah. uh, and you actually missed out on. Like the worst part of it, like we, you couldn't even see Melbourne at all. Mm, it was like mm. filled with smog and haze, and yeah. it was crazy. But now we've got a new disease called Corona. Corona. What yeah. is Coronas? Yeah, yeah coronavirus. So, yeah. Yeah. So, mm. um, yeah. So you know, I wouldn't be surprised at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. There's going to be some more virus jokes coming out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And and that's like a political statement to talk about things that are mm. happening in our world. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I do plan to, you know, just really throw myself in, into the deep end of like, the comedy uh, scenes and art culture here in Melbourne. Someone asked, let me see, what is your go-to karaoke song? Um, My go-to is a couple. Um, So uh, I I do like doing um, Believe by Cher. Okay. um, Because I can do her voice. Yeah. And and, um, Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. I actually did Foolish Games by Jewel a couple of weeks ago. And everyone was singing in the audience because it's such a heartbreaking song. Karaoke works when it's a heartbreaking song. Yeah. Um, So that was all fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I recall years ago, I was in a, uh, doing karaoke with a few friends. And one of my, my, my buddies, I think his name was Ben from memory. Uh, so he pulled out um, uh, I Want to Be Your Hero. Uh, I think Hero by Inglesias. Yeah, and he just was like, who are you? Like, he just out of the blue, he just he, he did all the right highs and lows. And he just told the story through that song. Um, it so was not his first time doing that song. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I, I, the magic of karaoke is beautiful. Yeah. It makes every civilian person think they're a star for three and a half minutes. Yeah. 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 And it's not about how good your voice is. It's about how confident you are. Yeah. Isn't it funny mm-hmm. how, you know, it's, th- that applies to so many, many other things in life. It's, it's not about how, you, how well you um, sing nearly. It's not how you act. But it's just as long as people can see you're having fun and you're confident. It's like, all right, tick, tick, and tick. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Diana, as we kind of draw towards a close, because I'm respectful of your time, uh, and I'd love to just catch up more with you in person. I've got a few more questions. Um, one of the questions I had was, I guess, a bit of a time travel question of, what would you tell the 18 year old version of yourself? Oh, it's a good one. Um, don't fall in love too easily. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, I've and that's being really honest and frank. I I think I invested in, in love, um, thinking that was the whole world. Yeah. But I wish I'd had more independence from that, and because yeah. um, I'm 34 and single. Mm. And because and and the reason is because for most of my adult life I've been in relationships mm. and not really followed my dreams. Sure. And kind of followed this formula of yeah. find someone, yeah. build a yeah. house, get married, yeah. blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. And it works for everyone. But sure. I think as a uh, young adult, I wish I had some space mm. to mm. discover who I was before I was someone else's. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I know that's quite deep, but yeah, um, yeah. I really truly believe in it. That mm. um, as young adults go travel the world, yeah. go see the world. I think you become less ignorant, mm. and you just see, see see you just see things through a new fresh lens. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. One, don't fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> don't fall in love. Full stop. <laughs> Travel the world on your own. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's right. <laughs> people, who needs people? <laughs> you, you do need people eventually, but it's, I do really believe that that space and boundaries for you to grow. Because yeah. I'm 34 and still growing, and yeah. you are too. Like yeah. we're, it's amazing how that's right. um, life catches up to us, but we're living it. 
That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Second last question uh, is a bit of a homework question. Uh, you mentioned Ooh. earlier that, that you're doing um, a TED Talk next next month, and one of the the common closing lines uh, that TED Talkers kind of leave out there is, um, um, "And here's an idea I'd like to leave you uh, right at the very tippy tail end of your talks, uh, just to kind of mm. leave a leave a bit of a, a last impression in, in people's minds." So, by way yes. of homework for the listeners and the watchers. Uh, what what advice or what homework would you give them to make the most out of 2020, Diana? Um, my homework question for people would be: What rhythm of music would you like to dance? Yeah, and that's kind of it's not about just dancing now, but the life that you want to dance to. What's the song mm. that you want to be remembered for? I like that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, theatre trains. It's all metaphors and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Recently, um, I've been recently, I've been, I've been having um, uh, um, the listeners are gonna laugh at me now. Um, it's a, it's a mega K-pop band. Uh, BTS. BTS. Oh my gosh. Yeah, BTS. I've been having BTS on in the background at home. Um, and, <laughs> and there's um, there's one of the one of the songs Euphoria, which I really enjoy. Um, so that's my current, you know, uh, song of life at the moment. Mm. Yes. <laughs> what, what, what's your current rhythm song? Uh, uh, it's a mixture at the moment. I'm actually going backwards. So super bass is always a good yeah. bass song for me yeah. to move. Um, I'm also listening to um, Donna Lewis. Okay. Um, I will always love you for it, always forever. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. a good, catchy yeah. love song. Yeah. Um, and it, it reminds me of, so that song came out in 1996. Yeah. 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 So I'm still, going is, backwards. And it still sounds like a be a current day song. Yeah, it is. Mm. Well, that's what's so beautiful about music is that it transcends time. That's right. It's, yeah, and if you can imagine your life being exactly the same thing, oh, my mm. goodness. <laughs> I think that song for me, uh, well, one of that songs for me is uh, Back for Good by Take That, but that's like a different story. Oh, <laughs> such a good karaoke song. Ah, uh, a good one. <laughs> okay. Well, Diana, lucky last song, uh, lucky last song, lucky last question here. <laughs> um, so any shout outs or plugs that you want to just leave out there for people to just follow your journey or to find out more about you and, your, and what you do? Yeah, any shout outs or plugs? Oh, shouting and plugs about me. God, I felt like we'd be shouting and plugging the whole time. <laughs> um, I guess my biggest shout-out plug is that I am um, doing the comedy festival uh, called Chasing Keanu Reeves and also Deadly and Diverse, which I'm producing. But also in Melbourne, if you're from Melbourne, um, doing the show, it's the Snortcast Comedy for Storyville, um, which is seven comedians every Thursday mm. laughing, celebrating diversity. Um, so I've and I've booked over 50% women and 50% diversity because I mm. want to show what comedy actually looks like here in Australia. Like um, it's been kind of crazy. Like, like sometimes you get a bill where there's one Asian and seven people or yeah. one woman and seven yeah. men. Yeah. Um, and I really want to change that language. So yeah. that's my shout-out. Support comedy, support the arts, and, yeah, dance. I like that. <laughs> okay. Well, Dinah... <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. It was lovely. Yeah. Thanks, Diana. We'll see you next time. <laughs> see Ciao. you. See you. Bye. Bye. Well, there you go. Thank you so much, Diana, for joining me on this IG Live conversation. 
And to everyone else who has been watching along and listening, thanks for tuning in. Uh, it was lots of fun. I've, uh, like I said, I've never met Diana in person, but we met through social media, and that's the beauty of technology and social media—just to connect and, um, you know, talk to someone over the telephone like this. Uh, but anyway, folks, that's it for today. If you want to leave me a comment, if you want to send me some feedback, leave it in my DMs or my email. If you like, is heydelwin at gmail dot com. Send me a comment. Plug me online. It is at heydelwin on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, but beyond that, we'll leave it there for now. Um, oh yeah, don't forget to rate my, and subscribe and review my podcast as well on iTunes. That will do me a huge favor. So without further ado, we'll leave it there for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. God bless. And remember to always back yourself. That's it for now. We will see you next week. Ciao.